Good morning. Good morning. And I'm not sure whether to say happy birthday or happy anniversary, but I like happy birthday because this is the remembrance of the beginning. So happy birthday. 2023 marks 163 years since the founding of our congregation. And each year we hear reflections about Mother Clara, the early years of our congregation and our founding constitution. I know this because I gave the reflection in 2019, 2020, and 2021. I don't know who gave it last year, but anyone is welcome to do it next year. I also want to say that if you have read the letter from the General Counsel, which if you haven't received it already should be coming out today, that's enough reflection for the day. Or if you've been listening to Father Tony and his words on love, then you have just about everything you need to meditate on. But of course, since I was asked to give a reflection, I have a few thoughts. The founding constitution written by Mother Clara and today's readings from St. Paul's letter to the Colossians and the Gospel of Matthew all offer us continued guidance, wisdom, and inspiration to discover what we, Wheaton Franciscans, are called to even now, 163 years after the founding of our congregation. We are not the same congregation as when we were founded. That would be like saying we looked the same as all our previous birthdays. Imagine if you still looked like a five-year-old. I don't know. But our founding is the same. But how we've expanded around the world looks very different. Our charism of love remains the same foundation, but the needs we are meeting in this time and place are not the same. So our guiding words are from Mother Clara. She tells us in the founding constitution, love accomplishes great things if it is great. It produces nothing if it is not great. What love was able to accomplish among some thousands of Christians, that will, will it also accomplish among a few sisters. I'm not really sure how many a few is, but numbers never seem to be the, the real reason for why we do anything or who we are. And we know from our foundation, from our very beginning, that it's love that will lead us where we are called to go and provide us all we need. St. Paul, writing to the Colossians, says many beautiful words, but these are the ones I chose. Over all of these, put on love. See, l'amour. Put on love. And let the peace of Christ control your hearts. Unconditional love brings peace of heart. If only it could bring peace in our world. Matthew offers us Jesus' great commandment to love God with our whole selves and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Yet, who is our neighbor? The Russian? The Ukrainian? The Israeli? The Palestinian, the Republican, the Democrat, the Bears fan, 
the Packers fan. How can we love one and not the other? Impossible. If love is our founding value, our charism, our way of life to follow, how do we love all unconditionally? Those of you who have heard this story already, just bear with me, but this is my encounter at Walgreens last week. So I went to get my COVID shot, and the young woman who was giving me my shot had a beautiful pendant on with the state of Palestine and the colors of Palestine on the, on the um, chain. And I said to her, tell me about your pendant. And she looked at me and says, do you know what's going on there? And I said, well, you know, I don't know how much I trust the news, but, you know, I've heard. And she says, but do you really know? She says, I just can't talk about it. And she just got very almost close to tears. And I said, well, I'm a, a Franciscan Catholic nun, and we're pretty good at praying, and we also pray for peace for all, for everyone. And she says, you know, it's not the Muslims and the Christians and the Jews. It's power against power. And if you really want to know, if you really, really want to know, I can give you two names who are on the ground right now, and you can follow them on Facebook or Instagram. And she was crying. She says, you just can't believe how horrible it is. I gave her a hug, and I blessed her, and I told her that we'd be praying for her. And she said, you are only the second person to ask me. We don't love one side to the detriment of the other. We pray for all. And love provides us with the inner strength to do together what needs to be done. Not just now, but in the future. On the last page of our founding constitution, it says, what does it say? <laughs> this present rule, read and approved for use for the time being, for the time being, who are we in this time? What is ours to do for our time being? Well, you could answer that in many ways. I'll just give you one. This comes from our assembly. And we have uh, as our wisdom statement, with hearts and doors open to the spirit and each other, we embrace our flourishing future. We trust we will continue to grow in grace and gratitude and will be creative and courageous in all we are called to be and do. I think that's not just in the big things, but in the everyday things. You know, who is your neighbor? Who's in need? How do you know how the other person is and what they're going through? A smile, a how are you, 
uh, tell me more about that, can bridge across so much misunderstanding. So let us follow in faithfulness the foundation our foundress laid out for us, living our charism of love. Let us live into the life God offers us now, knowing that those sisters who came before us did the same thing in their time. Let us remember our ability to meet the needs of the times in new ways. Let us live with open hearts so that we might open doors wherever and whenever needed. And let us never pass up an opportunity to ask, tell me more. I'm curious, I care, tell me more. It all comes from a place of love. <laughs>